This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm James and I'm bag, bag, bag again. And my name is Keen, and I'm here to get into some good trouble. Welcome to Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul Drag Race Reaction Podcast. We're over in the US now for the ball. And I have to say, the ball's always one of my favourite episodes. You're not really a fan though, are you? No, I find that there's too much uh, going on and on, on the runway, like you spend so much time seeing all those looks and frequently out of like a, a slate of 36 plus looks, there's only like one or two where you're like, oh my God, gagged, amazing. This episode, however, I really, really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed the workroom banter, both the like tragic Black Lives Matter and Trans Lives Matter piece and then also like the little bit of the guys putting on the ball for Utica. So I was like, I, I got a lot in there that I enjoyed. But yeah, you're right. This did have the good, the bad and the mundane in it all in one go. So that is good. (laughs) And of course, we couldn't have a 36 look episode without asking the king of design, uh, Eamon McGill, join us to share his really, really knowledgeable font of information on all the looks. So let's welcome back to the podcast, Eamon McGill. Well, Amy McGill, thank you so much for coming back. I understand you're a bit under the weather, so thank you for taking the time out to chat to us today. How did you enjoy the bag ball? Um, I, hi, everyone, by the way. I'm back again. Uh, before before we kick off, we have to acknowledge, you were, you were our first um, interview that we did uh, remotely. Oh my God, w- no way, was I? Just before the whole world fell apart last year. So... Oh my god, look. This, it's, this it's, is like a it's, full circle it's moment. Season for us. on, and the technical difficulties <laughs> are still as bad on my behalf. So, like, <laughs> feel like this season in general is just a lot more like enjoyable um as in like the looks are stronger the girls are better and like there's more variety like i still there's still one or two girls in there that i'm kind of like oh right whatever but like i think that's the same with every season um but for the bag ball like obviously last week i knew it was coming and i was kind of like oh i wonder what they're going to do and like it is kind of a hard enough task but you're getting lots of different materials to work with um and like to take such like an open kind of view on the the is the mixed bag like I thought that was really cool um I thought there was some really cool looks I think it's probably one of the best ball challenges that has been in a long time yeah I think you're right I think and you there was so many different perspectives and different styles and people bringing mm. very like different looks even like Gottmik while I knew that that I didn't realize that she'd gone to the to, to fashion school and therefore wasn't necessarily expecting her to yeah to to bring looks that way um but yeah I I thought it was. It was a really strong, um, a really strong episode, and it has been like a really strong opening to the to the season yeah. so far. Yeah, I think so. I think it has been quite look heavy the first half of the season because we had that stupid acting challenge, whatever last week. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to a bit of comedy now because I feel those queens who might be relying on that, um, maybe like Tina Burner, for example, haven't really got a good start out the gate because maybe their looks haven't been the best, you know. So. Like, I'm sorry, like, what season is now? 13, season 13. And every girl on that show has watched every season. Like, guaranteed. Like, because they probably applied for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do y'all not know this chicken <laughs> bag to yourself is not the look that they were going to go for? <laughs> like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do the one thing that happens that goes wrong every season. I'm going to glue gun the object that's not the, that's the unconventional material just to myself. Just do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a few things like I just thought was a bit like, do you know whose look I really disliked? And like, 
do you know who I am just disliking in general? And I'm really annoyed at myself. Not annoyed at myself, but I, I kind of disappointed that I thought I was really going to love her because I followed her career before she was on Drag Race. And I really enjoyed her. I am saying this, and I don't say this very easily. I really dislike Candy Muse. Yeah. I love mm. a bit of like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, bit of all this, bit of all this attitude. But just like, girl... No, like you're not like I love a bit of fa- okay false grandeur and false illusion is one of my favorite things to see in people because it just makes it more entertaining. But <laughs> that bitch, like, she's so delusioned. Yes. Like, it's just even that red like la- <laughs> that red dress last week could have been beautiful. But I'm like. <laughs> What? There was that amazing read from Tamisha Mann at the very beginning of it. It's like, oh, you have one good week, and then suddenly you think you're you're, you're getting a, pulling a chair for yourself up oh. beside Michelle. It's like, no, no, bitch, back over to the side of the stage, because she like that's it. Like she is arrogant and delusional. Um, she is, of course, she is. And I think like... Candy and Tamisha are both argumentative yeah. in a different way. But I feel Candy is making herself look worse because she's picking on Elliot, who doesn't yeah. want to start fights. It's probably in the most insecure position because she's been voted <laughs> off twice already. So she's like the bigger person. Pick it on the smaller person, whereas Tamisha's stand like just picking on the bigger person, so it kind of looks like she comes across tri- better. Do you think Elliot's just sitting there being like, Well, do you know what? Like, Trixie was booted off twice, and like she won all stars to be like, Because someone needs to tell her that's not gonna happen for her, so like, somebody needs to break that news real quick, <laughs> like, real quick. She's in there for the long, long, long game. She's like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like... All stars, all stars 18, all stars geriatrics just coming back in the Zimmer frame. Him, trying to do that yeah. high kick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the coach bag situation. Can someone explain why there was a robot talking for coach? Like, oh no! Oh, I, I honestly, that, I thought that, that man looked like a, a serial killer. Like he popped up on holding these coach bags he'd made out of the skins of his victims. It was the like, creepiest. Like you're the head of a like billion dollar company. Why are you so awkward in front of a camera? Like. <laughs> And were they just like, oh, we'll push Tommy from accounts in because Mary was sick? Like, do you mean like he's a massive name? Like, he's used to being on camera. Why was he so... It was like, do you know, like, when you, like, bring your straight girlfriend out to a gay club and she's trying to be cool by being like, yes, hunty, yes, girl. Like, it was like his version of that. Like, he was just kind of like, purse first. I'm like, this is painful. What was the point? Oh, it, was so, it was like watching Kimura in that acting oh challenge. It was just Stop. so stiff and so regimented. <laughs> and it was genuinely Google-driven, voice-automated oh, vo- like <laughs> expressions that sounded He took, he took he lessons did. from that a robot Sophie, so he did. He was like, clearly like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I also was like, I didn't understand what that, because that element, like, it just was, it felt like such a throwaway part of the whole thing as well, because they didn't really make anything. James, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's called money, and they knew they were going to get a lovely check for it. So they were like, oh my God, let's just stick a bag in there. And Coach is going to, like, sell their new product. And RuPaul's like, give me that good retirement money. So. Because normally when he arrives up and he's like, I've got one more thing for you to do, they're like, we're going to have to fucking choreograph a dance routine here. And they're like, Oh no, you just have to decorate this bag. They're like, thank God, I'll just stick a few ones and zeros on it. It'll be fine. Like, I was like, are they decorating themselves? That's cute. And then I'm like, wait, this is a basic bag. And they're just, the bag was gorge. Like, fair play to coach, the bag was gorge. We'd love that bag. But then I was like, them bags each probably would have cost about two grand to make or a grand and a half to make for them. But then I was like, 
who's going to buy them now? Like, do yeah. they get to keep the bag? Is that bag going on Depop now? Like, what are they doing? Like, to me, like... <laughs> well, Olivia looks as after chopping hers up into, like, 18 tiny bags. <laughs> tiny little bags. <laughs> Talking about messes, let's talk about that mini challenge of the Baby Got Back dance challenge. I mean, I don't know why oh, they bothered doing these things. Like, did anybody enjoy any of that at any point? I'm not a mini challenge person. The only mini challenge per- thing I like is, like, the reading challenge yeah. or like yeah. puppets uh, like puppets, the, they do it. Uh, puppets everybody loves puppets yeah. um <laughs> but i don't know i just think it's it's obviously for more of an entertainment value for everyone on the screen but like yeah it's kind of demoralizing a little bit i know like drag queens are supposed to be clowns pretty clowns but like i just i was a bit like this is fucking pointless like this is not drag this is just a yeah. stupid challenge mm. i mean like yeah. that's going to be put on to it like it's not it w- it's not interesting it felt anything, at like, least a bit more normal than last season when they had to dress up as bees because of the dying bee population I was like come oh on my God, stop. So are they going to dress up as fracking next I almost fell out of my chair there that's something they're not going to dress up as um, but I fracking equipment yeah um, no um, <laughs> um, no I think as well though you know that comp- that was, an, it was is in their like brief because every single of them had like baby clothes to me as well yeah. like so that was obviously packed in their rider beforehand the know they had to bring something for that yeah. i don't know i just think it's stupid i just think like that was pointless it should have been relinked to the bag ball in some way yes. like yeah why didn't they decorate that bag as the mini challenge oh my god that would have been so smart that would have been much yeah. better yeah and they could have had mr robot in there judging it i love it yeah well if he wouldn't have because of covid robots can't get covid so it's fine yeah 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 on the topic of Lalari, we finally got the bit of context behind her and Tamisha and the drag sort of family storyline. Yeah. And I suppose that kind of explained to me maybe why it wasn't as prominent up to this point because they were kind of a drag daughter and then they separated and now they're kind of coming back together on the show. But I, I wasn't clear. Did they fall out or was it just that they kind of like, you know, Lala had, had gone into drag one time and then off like wasn't really doing it properly that for a while and then started Yeah, again. that wasn't really sad, was it? Like it yeah. was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of just left hanging. I think it was because, I think Lala was put into drag by Tamisha a, a, a while ago and she was kind of just doing it casually. And then five years ago or whatever it was, she started doing it seriously, but she started doing it seriously, not with Tamisha's help. But Tamisha sees yeah. anybody yes. who she puts into drag for the first time is her child. But do you not think as well the way Tanisha handled it, it was very like, I don't know, I just, there's I know and everyone said before that Tanisha's not the one to cross and I remember that in a former episode they were like, you don't fuck with Tanisha, like she's like, she's known for like sparking off and even that whole argument with with Candy and everything, she was holding her shit together like, like little girl, do you mean like it was good but like listening to what she said about Lala, none of it was negative, like it was all very much like she's not one of our girls, I can't say she's one of our girls, like she doesn't dance the way she would be danced back home like do you mean like it was very much like she spoke about her in a positive way but it wasn't like oh she was excommunicated it was kind of like i'd say it was kind of like you're you're one good judy that wants to do drag and halloween kind of job do you mean yeah. like where you throw them in drag yeah, and halloween? Really i think it was that kind of yeah um so yeah i thought well, i was glad to hear that context and then i was like they're gonna cue us up for a lala retomisha lip sync but we actually didn't get that's it that's what yeah. i was expecting yeah. i was expecting that lip sync to go along but then we didn't get it we possibly will later on i loved the I think so. impromptu ball that happened that was so much fun. that was cute i think it was nice as well to bring it back and to talk about it because i think obviously we as Caucasian white cunster, we don't really know much about ball scenes, yeah. like at all. Yeah. And the fact that Utica was so obvious, like honest, like I don't know anything about it. Do you mean like, and Utica is just like, 
one of my favorites i just love her so much like oh, yeah. and it's amazing. i'm not amazing. usually into like okay i won't label her but i'm not usually into like the ooky spooky cookie kind of girl like i'm yeah high drag like i love like full glitz do you mean like i love full polished looks from head to toe mm. but her looks are still polished from head to toe but like bringing it back to the ball thing it was cute and it brought it back but have you noticed how highly tanisha speaks of all her girls because like she was talking about like the ball scene back to the Gully Ninja and all that. And then she was like, my girl, oh, um, oh my God, what's her name? The one that dropped from the ceiling. Tandy. Tandy. She was like, that was back in Tandy's generation and Tandy, Tandy, Tandy. So she obviously still speaks so highly of her girls that like, yeah. that was, they were like kind of in a way that she was linked to everything. Like she's been doing drag 30 years. 30 years, yeah. like, do you mean like, that's fucking a long time, like, and like yeah. she knows her, sh- like there's no dispute and she knows her shit. Like she does know her shit and like, yeah. it was nice for her to bring her culture in a sense to the, like, I can't yeah. imagine her walking a ball, but then watching a video, did you see that video of her online about her um, performing like back in like 10, 15 years ago? And she's like, when the girl shared, I think, I think, I think I'm pretty sure that Victoria shared it, shared it. Bitch, she can perform. Like she was like high kicking, death dropping, splitting, like flipping on yeah. stage, like proper, like and all in like a beautiful number, dress number. Like yeah, it, we 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 obviously she's not gonna be doing those kind of performances now because like no. she's, <laughs> she's on the she's on the wait list for a new hip like. But like um, it's just kind of like. <laughs> we missed that we missed that kind of side of her so yeah. it was kind of like to see her kind of talk about it and to use that yeah I was really into it but also she's like a touchstone well, I, to the to the ballroom scene from the time like we had the mentions yeah. of Jack Mizrahi in there who like people yeah. that's who Billy Porter is supposed to be being and imposed yeah. and stuff like that so it's mm. kind of nice to hear it spoken from kind of yeah. of the time queen someone who was there well, I, which I mean like yeah. What I really like about Tamisha is that, and I think this comes through in the way that she kind of deals with uh, with Candy in particular, is that I think that Tamisha is very confident in what her abilities are, but also yeah. kind of aware of what her shortcomings are. And I think that she's aware enough to be able, like she can see in, in Candy that Candy has a blind spot about like where, where, where she could do with improving mm-hmm. and also is like very kind of like very involved in her own talent. And I think that sets Tamisha off because Tamisha is one of those people who wants to give credit to people when they're doing a good job and wants to give credit to other people and doesn't always need to be the best person in the room exactly appreciate when there's stuff that they could do better and sees probably a frustration around candy who like needs to always be the best yeah and can't be told otherwise and if you think about like the the argument that happened untucked tamisha was trying to approach her in a positive point of view to be like even though i don't really like you i think you did a great job but all candy heard was you don't like me why don't you like me and then the argument sprung up i think as well and i hate saying this because like I don't like to put people into boxes. I'm talking about a full generation here. What age is Candy? Like 24, 25? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Like, do you mean like, young. I feel like that younger, like that five years difference, there's a lot of entitlement. I feel like they think that they're entitled to for, to everything. And it's very much that kind yeah. of, like she's entitled to be the best and she's entitled to be treated the way she's like, you learn respect, you earn respect. I mean like, like I don't yeah. think she's realised that. And like, I know from other stories, like watching her from different, I've like, even talking to other queens that have worked with her, um, it's just very much like she has that attitude where she loves an argument and she yeah. doesn't like to be told off, to be to, to told she's wrong. Like, And I think as well, she she feels like as if this is owed to her. Like, this, yeah. you know, like I think she feels like, because even from the very beginning, she walked in and she was like, whatever, I'm from the House of Asia, but that doesn't matter anymore. House of Asia is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm now dollhouse. It's my gig, you know, and I'm going to be more, I'm better. Like, it, and sort of they were joking about how she'd been saying she was a rude girl for years or whatever because you, you obviously get that impression that she was just like you know 
that's like her, what what she needs in order to believe in herself is to put herself in that position of being better than everyone else. Yeah, and it comes off as because like, I was really excited for her coming into the season. Same. And and I just have I have not warmed at all. I'd say that she's 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 kind of dancing out of my heart week to week. In the workroom, the queens we get a sort of our first sort of serious topical bit. I feel of the mm-hmm. of the series, which is the Black Lives Matter protest. And it's kind of like Lala Ree's story to tell, which kind of made me feel she was going home. Um, but yeah. one of the things I really really liked was when Tabisha said, "Go out there and get in some good trouble," which that was a really nice way of saying like, "Piss off the people who are doing the bad things, not the people who are doing the good things." I thought that was really profound. Yeah, I feel like Tanisha as well is a walk and sand bite. Like she's got some really yeah. good like one liners and like. Mm. She's going to be remembered, um, definitely. Yeah. But, like, you have to remember as well, like, she's been through a hell of a lot more than, like, anyone I mean, else. Because yeah, she's absolutely. seen a lot more. And, like, she's seen a lot more than... She's seen the worst things um, happen. Um, but I think it's nice that they brought it up the way they did. And I feel a lot of the queens there have been through shit that no one else has been through. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's nice that yeah. it's not like, even looked down on. Or, like, it's just like... Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not, like, the typical, like... I was gay and I got kicked out of the house and now my parents don't love me. And every year we're going to have that the storyline regardless and we're going to re- reunite a lost family member. And it's great TV and everything. But like, and it's great for younger generations to see that. But mm. as like an old generation, we've seen this come multiple times on TV for yeah. the sympathy vote. So it was nice to see something that was actually like, like in the in the media in the last year. Do you mean like that yeah, was actually yeah. like showing that these people are like standing up for what they believe in as well and showing that it's yeah. real and it affects people like people so, i think yeah. as well in ireland like and around the world just because it's not ha- happening right in front of you and you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening doesn't mean it's not happening mm, exactly for yeah. lallery it was quite literally close to home because wasn't it like yeah. shooting it was that house. around the corner yeah yeah and i it feel like all, it, i think is the um what i was gonna say is what what is for me watching that realizing that this was like being filmed concurrently with more or less so this yeah. was being filmed like at the end of the summer so this was like and it was the first time as well you heard like the like references to references to what was going on with covid and it sort of like it it, it did remind you really why you need like light entertainment programs like this because 100%. when you are trying to deal with when you are trying to deal with such huge social issues you need to be able to have that like room to exhale and also so many people who will be watching it just for the like light entertainment part of it will have educated themselves a bit through being mm-hmm. involved in it will have seen and understood the experience of say Lallery who related it to how you know that guy had just gone around the corner to was just going around the corner to, to a friend's house and then got ended up getting shot dead and how like that could have been Lallery and that's a that's a thing we'll never understand mm-hmm. as like white gay men Okay, James, over on Head Stuff Plus, bonus content people can listen to episode three of Drag Race Vegas Review. What would people hear in that episode? Um, I think that we're all heading down to cowboy-themed gay bar Woody's, if I remember correctly, to try and find Vanji a man. Despite the fact that Vanji doesn't want to be like Vanji wants real love, like Vanji is looking for actual like real love, and as we may learn later on in the seasons, perhaps real love is right in front of him this whole time. Spoiler alert: <laughs> or not. Not. a really awkward date with a Celine Dion fan who I don't think has ever seen Celine Dion or understands who Celine Dion is. Anyway, get into it; you'll love it. Yeah, absolutely. And also, there's several tangents about Evie Oddly's rap career that nobody wants. I mean, that's it. 
so yeah that's over on the headstuff plus podcast where you can get bonus content not just from pissy that pod from all the other podcasts on the network including that's banging Hello my friends and welcome to That's Banging with me, Marcus Solera and me, Chris Mellon a new podcast celebrating everything good from farm to plate ship to service and field and fork a celebration of everything tasty, fresh and excellent that's coming off our island at the moment as well as interviews with people who are shaping the best of the best of food and drink from around the country will be available on Apple Podcasts Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts Okay, let's get out of the runway now. We can go through it queen by queen. Let's kick things off with the first one, which was Denali, who I felt got really overlooked in this episode. I thought all three looks were great. Who? Denali. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only thing that stood out for me with Denali was the, the, the... The jewels on the face, I didn't think, gave the effect she wanted with the like. Oh, I saw it straight away. I saw it and I was like, oh, Day of the Dead, straight away. Oh, no, I saw it. I just didn't like it. The one thing that everyone (laughs) seems to do in some way on Dry Grace. It was was like category is boojum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, like I don't know. Like I'm waiting to text um, the guy. One of the guys who works for me is Mexican, and he's incredible, and he's really into it. Like, and I'm I'm dying to message him, being like, "What did you think of this?" Because I know for a fa- he's a seamstress as well, so I know he's gonna rip it apart. But mm, like, yeah. But like, I do think uh, the idea was there. I I wouldn't have worn the stupid like headdress thing. But like, I loved when everyone was in the, on talk and they were like, "Girl, like I thought you had it." Who? Like, obviously not. Like, are you joking me? I was like, and what really irritated me was, could you not close your corset? Could you not close it? If you like, yeah. could you not like even have made a flap over to cover your corset lines? Like, not saying that you had to pull it because, babe, I've been, I've been in corsets many times myself, and no one wants to be have a full closed back corset. Yeah. But like, could you not have just like put an extra bit of baggy or something to cover yeah. your corset lines? Because when she turned around, it's all I could see. Like, what? Yeah. What do you think of the Mugler airbag look? Um, so, good question. When she came out, I was like, oh my god, amazing. And then I was like, oh, I hate this. Why is it baggy? And then I, and I, then I was like, oh yeah, it's an airbag skirt. So she's like, it's an airbag. Then it kind of made sense. I think I liked it. I'll say I liked it. I, okay, no, I liked okay. it. Okay, like, I liked it, yeah. <laughs> wow, rollercoaster of emotions. Thought, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was a fun idea. Yeah, me too. And I liked the yeah. Cruella Deville, you know, Coke fingernail. I thought that was fun too. Oh, yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah. fun too, yeah. Oh, she I liked, did that as well. I, I, I enjoyed the oh, fingernail you know, actually, I did yeah. enjoy that. I did enjoy that. Yeah. We'll give it a six <laughs> out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that she, she belonged She belonged in the safe, in yeah. the safe zone. It was like, safe. She, it was safe. Moving yeah, on. Definitely. Uh, Joey J then with his, did he know it was a pun? Ivy bag <laughs> no, oh my I god shut up so. like i thought the best the best of the three was the was, i i don't know i liked the red blazer but i just think he's always much better at the wig um i liked the iv bag i thought that was the strongest look to be honest um but i it's that thing where like if someone says like if someone if, if a judge said to me on the stage in a competition being like is it yellow and the dress is black i'd be like yes do you mean like I'd be like I'd be like yes yes totally right like if you send the shit that I've taught myself out of in competitions and like with clients and stuff and I'm like yes you're so right and like it's just having the common sense it's to having the common sense to, to do that yeah. but no, Joey it's more like if they're like oh you wore a black dress to symbolise you know the darkness that's in everyday life yeah like, no it's just black 
Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you say yes. I mean, like, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Like, that's from someone who went to our college where, like, you could try and turn a cup into something that's a lot more than it should be. Like, I mean, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something about Joey J every time I see, particularly with the, like, um the, the leggings and the jacket and the hair, it's just, like, Brigitte Nielsen leaving Celebrity Big Brother. Like, oh my that's God, just all I see. <laughs> um, no, I actually do like Joey. First of all, he's really hot as a boy, like... Oh, really yeah, hot as a boy yeah. um, but I think I like his drag like I, I think he's quite enjoyable I think I think his face is a bit like makeup wise like I think his face it's very hard to feminize his face I think because he's such a beautiful manly face do you mm. mean like I think it doesn't really come across but the looks itself like I love the IV look I think that was really smart but like yet again if he was doing IV bag then why was there poison ivy I feel like do you know what I feel like the person who made his costume IV bag was making like joke. got the yeah. joke where Joey was just put it on and was like yeah do you mean like he just <laughs> yeah but like, you could say like the IV is, is draining him but the IV bag is replenishing him like you could definitely come up with a story there if you wanted to yeah, yeah. fair and then I think the red look was very cute and then, then well, I've already talked about the, the bags look so we'll move on to the next I mean, one yeah, what was the, bi- the you said that you had read what the binary was on the bag Keen. oh yes so I I I <laughs> Translated the binary on the bag. <laughs> this is why you did an engineer on your podcast. So, you, I was like, I, I'm used to translate. Like, I don't translate binary that often, but I, when I was in college, I had to do it like from numbers to numbers. So I translated the numbers first, and it said nine thousand and two fifty four forty one three zero nine. So I was like, okay, that means nothing. I'll translate it into text because, like. Every symbol on your keypad has a binary okay. equivalent. So I translated into that. And what I got was asterisk six open bracket one five. So that's what. It, oh, okay. <laughs> so it meant jack shirt, basically. I feel I feel like Joey was just probably like pretty and just stuck them on. Yeah, like, that's, this is th- nice. That's what's evident from the <laughs> resulting code because it right. meant nothing. But isn't he a software developer though? Like that's like remember in episode one he was saying kind of like he was like he's not a full time drag queen he's like a software developer. Oh really? Then he then he should fucking yeah. know how to do a bit of code then. Shouldn't yeah, he? absolutely. Came <laughs> like get me on the show. Calling out your binary shit. Yeah, I'll give you all the binary codes. Giving you that Taylor Swift realness, <laughs> but like all our hidden surprises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, binary was not a one it was a zero sorry joey it was non-binary <laughs> um yeah the the eleganza look she was saying i feel sexy it was really sort of like 16 year old birthday party mini mouse and i just it was yeah, jojo was siwa like a, in drag like that's it was what like it was. a jojo costume yeah yeah not great let's move let's move on to la la Ri. i actually one of my favorite looks was her um bald her look. sort of leopard print yeah the bald one the multiple mm-hmm. She looked. Oh, yeah, it, was it was gorgeous. great. There was a whole character to it. I thought she really, really sold it. I really liked it. What was her first look? The bag of bones. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh. No, awful. Like yeah. I get. Like, if that was me doing that, okay, I would have. I loved the fishtail, like burlap sack. The, like, that was yeah. yes, that was. But really that cool. should have went up to her knees. Like that should have went right up to her knees, and onto her thighs, and it should have been like hundreds of tiny little tiny bones like real tiny yes. not, not real tiny bones do you know what I mean like mm. small kind of bones yeah. they kind of like like crow bones and like mouse bones like all up the stress the whole way up and then maybe the top of it into like black and she should have done like a more of a dramatic makeup obviously they don't have a lot of time in between things to do that but like I, I would have done something do you know what I mean like I would have done something and not just walk around with a skeleton that you got from the two euro shop and stuck it on your dress do you know what I mean like yeah no 
And also, in, in a sort of family fortunes way, Bag of Bones is the worst interpretation of bag for me. Like, I feel all the other airbag, IV bag, fun bag, punchy bag, body bag, bagpipes. Yeah. Bag of Bones isn't a go-to for me. Yeah, that bag look at the end was, was disastrous. Oh God, and I was looking at her, she yeah. was like, I ran out of material. I was like, well, why didn't you cut the bags in half? You would have doubled your material. Yeah, or even just use a different material. There was loads of materials there to use. Do you mean, like, no. I thought it was very funny when Nicole Byer pointed out that Lallery had made that look in the same amount of time that Utica had made the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Superbad look. And I loved the <laughs> side eye Nicole Byer gave as soon as like, Lallery walked out in that bag. She was visibly like disgusted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next up then was Elliot with two T's. Uh, there was the gift bag, there was the red parachute, and then there was the bean bag turned into a blazer. In terms okay, of so- my uneducated eye... From sewing, the beanbag looks quite good. Uh, the way she's I done thought it. the beanbag look well, that's I think that's what kept her safe, honestly. Yeah, um, mm. because the beanbag look was probably one of the better looks of the whole night, like, um, yeah. and it was forgetful. Yeah. Now, I will say though, in Untucked, I saw it up close and I was kind of like, Ugh. but like on the yeah, runway, actually, it did it, look quite bad in Untucked, so I do yeah. remember yeah. that. But on the runway, it was smart, it was it was quick, like it was like a good idea. It was well it was yeah. well put together. Do you mean like it was well put mm. together? Um I don't know, I just I just can't get over that fucking gift bag look. Like Yeah, I didn't like what? James liked it, but I, I didn't quite, like it. At I all. quite I don't know what it was. I think that like Elliot with two T's walks into every single scene and room like Romeo Shell walking into their high school reunion. But like, no, James, like, okay, like I get that. Innocence. But why not take it to that <laughs> level? Like, if you're being a drag, like, do the Romeo and Michelle, do the full, but, like, do it well. Like, it's it's like the dollar store version of it. Do you mean, like, be that character. Like, be that character. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it's not that. Because I do love the idea of that Romeo and Michelle 80s look. It's ge- yes. la- late 80s, early 90s. Like, that look is fucking gorgeous. And there's so many drag queens that do that so well. Yeah. Like, but, no. Like, it was just bad. I guess, I suppose, she did bring that from home and you always have to judge yeah. that slightly more harsher. And it says, I just thought it was a clever idea, but it wasn't particularly, like, it wasn't particularly, um, like, exciting. It didn't, like, blow me away. Mm-hmm. But I just sort of, I enjoyed the idea behind it. I think it could have been more exciting. Or if there had been something sticking out of the gift bag or, like, there had been an illusion of something. Yeah, if she pulled like, a bottle you know, of wine out of her twat, like, that would have been entertaining. That would have been great. <laughs> Great. Do you know what I heard? Just a quick tip for you guys that I heard a few weeks ago, and I think it's a genius idea if you're going to a wedding. Because, you know, drinks to be expensive and I'm a cheap bitch. If you bring a gift bag to the wedding, they don't stop you at, like, anywhere... So you can put a bottle of wine or a bottle of vodka in it. You can pour it out. I am going to take for once. <laughs> once we get back into pubs, I am going to take every That's opportunity great. to purchase overpriced beer from from a barman. I don't care. Bag. I'm like, please, I, yes. You're like, you're like, I'm sick of pouring my own measures. I need someone to give yes. it to me. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is great. I'm going to use that in life. Um, now, Tamisha was up next with her old bag, her sort of green, green, rich woman look. And then that horrible, horrible dress. Tanisha, I just felt like she just missed the mark in all levels this yeah. week. Like, I love, yeah. don't get me wrong, I think it's great to do a funny old lady look. But when you do a funny old lady look, doesn't mean your wig should come from Smithies. Do you mean, like, it just, yeah. it, it was bad. Like, and I, lo- I love the shoe she wore. I thought it was very funny that she wore that kind of lady, old lady shoe. Because she does wear a proper good shoe. Yeah. Like, she wears a heel. Like, do you mean, like, so 
it was funny. It was very smart. It was it was it was about the character, not about the the drag. Do you know I mean like? And I think yeah. that's what they said as well on on stage, like as well. But I think she had a bad week, but I feel like she needs to reconnect, recollect, recollect herself, collect herself, yeah. collect herself, collect realize yeah. what she's great at, and just relax a bit. And I feel like I'm kind of glad Michelle said go talk to the other queens about your makeup. But just in a, in a sense of like, you should always be forever learning in many ways. And like, just because that style of drag has worked for you for years and years and years, mm. I, I feel she should kind of look around and be like, well, how can I jazz this up a little bit? How can I? And it's not, it's not dressing like a mutton dress is lamb or anything because that's not about the styling. Like, it's just about kind of making a bit more edgy and a bit more like, because yeah. right, back where she is from, maybe that maybe that's the style. I mean, like, it's the, well, she said, he's Atlanta she's from, she said like the Mecca drag. I think I'm she's from Atlanta, yeah, 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 yeah. So like that maybe with the old cool style back then and that was very much the, the rich woman of them. But you want to be rich woman of New York, not rich woman of Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, like. I think she, everything she wears is kind of dated and I think probably speak, like she started her drag career in the 90s and I think obviously that aesthetic really influences what she's she's doing and everything does feel a bit older and a bit dated and like I think you're right with the old bag look it, it sort of didn't go far enough to be comedy yeah. but also wasn't kind of you know attractive enough to be sort of you know chic or whatever it is yeah. so yeah they're just she wasn't quite there with any of the looks and I think that the the, the, the outfit she made for herself obviously she does a good job in oh, making yeah. the outfit it's just she, she threw a lot of crap onto it that made it look like a sort of a bargain basement bin that you're just pulling stuff out of. I think if she took off the shoulder pads, I was took off to say, the necklace, yeah. took off the, like if it was just the top and then just done the, um, if she actually did, right, because I know she can sew, but if she did the top, right, and then all those little organza bags, maybe just done like a pant or something with it, or like it would have been more age appropriate and like looked cool for her age. But look, thinking about like just when you made a reference, James, about like the the the, the eras and stuff. But like the la- everyone's taken so much inspiration from the eighties and the nineties in general in this season, and she lived that. But she's taken the the two casual day wearness out of the 80s and 90s and not the glamour of it. Do you mean like, so it should be like that. If, if, if she done money bags, like if, okay, so if Got Mick done that version of money bags, she would have come out in a beautiful power suit with a white hair down to her ass crack and like a fully painted like old lady face and done it yes. like Colleen Harrington or whatever, like made it look stunningly old and like mm, expensive. Yeah. Not that could have still been money bags. Do you mean like it's yeah, just yeah. taste level? It's just that it is. It's taste level. Next up then was Simone with her fun bags, big boobs look, oh, which was great. I loved her Can money bags look with that sort of iridescent pink material with the sort of slits down the legs, and then her red mm. to red and white two piece look was her eleganza, which didn't scream eleganza to me, but because she's really skinny and sort of like everything looks good in her anyway. She's Naomi. I mean, like that's what it is. She's got like she's yeah. got like that Naomi catwalk. She's she can, as I said, anything you put on her is going to make it look really good yeah. because she can mm. sell a garment. She's a model. Yeah. And I hate and I hate this. You know, they're all like, oh, I'm a model. I'm a model. Like Naomi, I'm a model. I'm like, no, like Simone's a model. Do you mean like yeah. she can sell a garment and it's old school modeling back in the day, like the church modeling where you spin and you like show your eyes and it's very Tyra Banksy back when she does Victoria's Secret and all that kind of style. But like it works so well. Do you mean like yeah. out of all the girls that you could probably see Simone do like ballroom. Do you mean like it's very like ballroom style of like walking and like it's stunning. And I think that's mm. why she gets away with it. But that's not taken away because she should have been in the top three. She, no, she wasn't. She was safe, wasn't she? 
She was, yeah, able, she, was she was up there for me. Because her, ter- her first two looks were the strong, strong, strong looks. Because yeah. like that, yeah. like that, um, fun bags look impeccable, and even the because everything was impeccable, and then the pink, um, shiny material slit leg dress, it was futuristic, kind of like it was mm. good, and like yes, her fun bags, her her last look, her money bag, whatever it was called, what was it, what was it again? Eleganza. It was a bit boring, like, but like it was still very cute and it still worked very well. Like this styling of it was perfect. She walked, she sold it. I don't know, I think I, I would have had her in my top. I know it's strange for her to wear a bikini and stay she's in the top, but it's about the all yeah. over aesthetic and I thought it was very good. I do. My only critique for the second look would be the ba- the bag didn't match. Oh, I didn't even notice. No, I I thought that her first two looks were super super strong, and I'd say the only reason that she wasn't in the top was because they were like this is a sewing challenge, and what she made. Yeah, true. While she brought a character to it, was kind of like was it was to the best of her abilities, which she and like, that's the good thing about her is like she was very upfront with knowing this isn't going to be my challenge. I'm going to struggle in this challenge, but rather than freaking out about it, she just like got on with it. Mm, yeah, fair. Next up then was uh, Olivia Lux, who I just don't seem to be getting. Her punching bag look wasn't as good as the one Simone had two weeks ago. Her power cape one, I was like, she preferred rosés of a similar sort of business lady look. And then I thought her rusty aquamarine body eleganza look was kind of similar to what Simone was wearing as well. Just kind of most, so I don't know, I just, I thought the colour in it was lovely. But I just didn't think she was great. I understand where you're coming from because you know what? You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the bo- the boxer wasn't as good as Simone's. I, the shorts, I don't know. I think as well, people take it too literally. Like, those shorts should have been, like, booty level in, in my eyes. Because yeah. she has such incredible legs. And, like, do you know what? She never gets it wrong. She never gets it wrong from the neck up. Like, it's just, yeah, the, the makeup's beautiful. That's my, see, I'm a, my big thing in life is a smile. So if you have a nice smile, it doesn't she have to be the most perfect smile. smile. But it yeah. doesn't have to be the most perfect yeah. smile. But if you have a smile, it can be full of crooked teeth. But if you have a smile that lights up a room, it sends me. And she is that person. She has a fucking incredible yeah. smile. But, mm-hmm. like, I think she's one to watch. Because I think she's a player safer. She's the one that's going to... She hasn't a chance to fully shine yet, I don't think. But she's a very new queen. And, like, that's why I think Rosé was kind of, like, shit now when she realised that, like, she beat her and stuff. She mm-hmm. can perform. She's a good queen. She knows her looks. Her looks so far have been beautiful. Like, yeah. they're always very well made and very well executed. And they look money. When I say they look money, they don't look what's that word that um, Ross is not let's say? Crafty? Is it crafty? Not, let's say oh, yeah, crafty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 crafty. Yeah. Um, they don't look crafty. They look well made and polished. Maybe not the best taste this week, but like I thought that her construction of the acrim I don't know what she was. To me she was Beyonce. So that's what I'm gonna say she was. But like the Eleganza yeah. look, it was beautifully made. Like it was beautifully made. I think she will be around for a while. I think that she kind of had the opposite problem to Simone, which is that her first two looks were weren't great. And then her her the one she made herself I thought was really good, but I think she ended up safe because her she hadn't brought it across the whole three looks. That punching bag one though, I think she struck she suffered from the fact that we had just seen what Simone was yeah. doing with that and Simone that's was so like... strong. Yeah. Uh, next up then was Got Mick with the body bag which I thought was was great loved all the detail on that the pinstripe suit that made Rue come and then the futuristic Joan Jett eleganza look which I kind of didn't get to fashion from I kind of thought it wasn't as great as they were all saying 
Um, I'm going to just cut across you real quick. Don't ever say that sentence ever again about RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul Charles coming. I never want to experience or think of it that <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. That it will all, counselling will be offered after like, what, the... What's her come line? She already had hers? Like, you mean, like, <laughs> yeah. is that what she's saying to her husband? Like, oh, If you can't stop. love yourself. Oh, my God. And <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I think you're so right. Like, I think... The first look was very, everything's very Mugler. Like the, the first one was very Mugler in the sense of the styling and like, like the way it was done, all the crystal work. It was beautiful. So, so beautiful. So well made. Mm-hmm. Second look. My God, that was incredible. Like I was, I was sitting there like I always think of like the, the chance when I get to do a red carpet myself, like walk it for myself as like a, as for myself, not my dresses, my physical self. What would I wear? Yeah. And I literally was like, I would wear that suit. I would wear something like that suit. I like it was stunning. Like I cannot fault mm-hmm. it. Like it was perfect. And like I always worry about the suits. I feel like the the lengths were always wrong, or everything mm-hmm. was just so correct. But we also have to remember that like Got Mix frame is so stunning. Like yeah. tiny, yeah. slim, and like this is uh, it's annoying because like I always like think of like. A great Irish symbol. I don't know if you've ever heard of John Mangrew. Do you know who John Mangrew is? He's no. a he's a no. he's an Irish um fashion designer. He does a few costumes for like a few of the drag queens, but he's the most incredible style in this country. Like he's incredible. But his what he wears is so amazing. But if you put that on a bigger person, it would look insane. Do you mean like do you yeah. mean like so when you're so much when you're so much littler like that, you can get away with a lot more and it'll look a lot more. Yeah. Um, and I thought her body bag look was really, really good as well. Um, her, her like uh, eleganza thing with like sort of like sci-fi fifth element kind of look, like it was very cool. I, I mean, when we get to the comparison between it and Utica, I did think that Utica's was more interesting and more exciting yeah. and 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 more fun. But it was also obviously like it was a really interesting and cool look. Like I think costume. as well, it's it is to do with the head to toe finish. And the thing is, like I said about Simone, Simone's makeup and hair is always great but not grand not amazing but she sells it where got mixed yeah. makeup and hair always sells it because it's perfection mm, yeah. Yeah. i mean like it, yeah. it, it pulls it together it makes it look together like whereas i feel like yeah. got Mick was relying on the body to sell part of the object whereas yeah Utica's was the garment itself it was a garment absolutely someone who i thought was uh, i loved was a uh, rose First look was the bagpipes, which I thought was a really great way of doing the, the, the a bagpipe look. Then the polka dot business suit was, was fine. We've kind of seen it before. But I really loved the sort of femme bot, femme fatale look. And the fact that it was kind of the only look that sort of moved as she moved, moved. and swayed. And the way she could spin it around and get it to rotate, yeah. I thought was really clever. I think um, Rosé is very smart. She knows her strengths and she knows what she's good at. So she knew, like, she's a twirl. She twirls when she performs. So, like, she knew that lifted. She was going to spin the whole way down that catwalk. And she did that. It looked... It was very well made. I'm sorry. It was well made. And even, like, I was trying to figure out... Because sometimes I wonder, like, where did she get the the, the silver lining for the knickers? Uh, like, because they were made. They were freshly made. Like, when they looked freshly... To me, they looked freshly made. Um, To go with that outfit. Maybe she had a bodysuit and she cut it down or something. But it looked good. Like, it looked very, very polished. I think that... Uh, Rosé... I love the bagpipes idea, but I felt like it, felt, it fell on a bad week. Because 
we saw basically the same outfit the week before with the blue because it was all the tufts going running up the arms like that was the same oh, yeah. style the week before um and but in terms of, of that, like Lawrence Cheney's tartan that we saw in Drag Race UK, oh, that yeah. was a much better way of doing it. Oh, 100%. I think that the look was very smartly done. Mm. I think the bagpipe sticking out it was on its own it was stunning. I think she had a good week. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about her in general as a look altogether. I don't... I, I feel... It sounds weird, but like just talking about shapes and stuff, the way she pads and the way she's built, like it just sometimes looks a bit off. I think it's just with the hair and the makeup and everything. Sometimes I'm a bit like, I don't know where it could be. Is there anything that she could do to like change what way she's dressing herself? It's weird. I feel like, like her she's... shoulders look broader in drag than out of drag, which I think. Is That's so what I mean. And like, and I and I get it. Like in mm. in drag, the way I was when I'm helping people in drag or making costumes, and I do this with actually with real girls as well. I always feel like if you want to give yourself an hourglass figure, your hips should be the same size as your shoulders. So like. To make your waist look smaller, your hips should be bigger, or your it's to make that false illusion, yeah. and like it's what can you do to add something to your hips? Something I just don't think it's right. There's something just not right about the way she's maybe it's the way she's padding or maybe the way she's dressing herself. I don't know. It just doesn't. She doesn't sit well with me. I don't know why. I don't know why. She's a lovely girl. The the silver. Yeah. She's, a lo- she's a lovely girl. Like I fucking know her. <laughs> you mean know, like like me and Rosé going for girls. coffee? Like. <laughs> I, I think with Rosé that kind of, and th- this is what I think I'm having a similar reaction to you. I think that I'm sort of anticipating or had expected her to be like a real like fashion yeah. queen or something or like to, to like really bring looks and so, and she hasn't really, and like she's much more campy and comedy mm. than maybe I'd, I'd expected. So it's still, I am a bit thrown by that because when you see her coming out onto the, to the runway, because she has kind of a serious way about her, um, like overall, like I think you can tell she's taking the competition very seriously um, which then is at odds sometimes with the kind of campy, like, yeah. har, har, har way she behaves on the, the runway. But yeah, I think this week, like, she was an obvious third place. Yeah. Um, it's funny because um, I, I expect her to be like Jan, which was kind of mostly concept less fashion. And I think she's yeah. maybe a bit more fashion than Jan was. So I, yeah. I, could be a I think it's hard because obviously she is, because obviously that's her, she, is it Stephanie's child they're in together, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's obviously because you are influenced by the people you're around constantly. And like, that's it's a very it's a very similar style of drag aesthetic in a sense where I say like everything's a certain silhouette shape everything is polished a certain way it's a very cookie cutter kind of it is very similar to Jan it's like a look but that's because she's been in a group that's kind of similar and she's kind of done the same kind of thing that's what I'm seeing I don't know she doesn't stand out for me I'm sorry she doesn't she's annoying as well I don't really like her anyway go on (laughs) she's a lovely girl she's a bit annoying I don't like her anyway move on (laughs) Tina Burner is also somebody who I feel just kind of looks a bit weird and drag in terms of her proportions Um, her first look was the brown bag I didn't understand what the mermaid tail was made out of it looked like a shower curtain the next look was the hound's tooth which I thought was actually the best she's looked perfection and the way the hair matched the bag and the hair came out the top of the hat that was yeah. lovely and then again she made a red pastel suit or a dress out of a bean bag and then you know self filleted herself for doing so the bottom of it was like an illusion of a load of like empty bottles oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, she was drunk. And yes, she was doing the was whole terrible. drunk, the whole drunk thing. Um, yeah, it was like kind of you know fun concept, not executed well. really well. And like she has a great team behind her. Like like mm. the people who are making her costumes are the best costume makers in New York. Like 
Why is her mm. colours? Why is it Tina? Is it because she's burner and she's supposed to be red, white, and but like burner? I, I don't so. understand this. Yeah. Like I'm not a science person. Maybe Keen, you more into this because you're a senior. But like, <laughs> is a burner not blue? Like in my eyes, a burner is blue. So why are you red? Like a Bunsen burner. A Bunsen burner yeah. is like blue. A really hot flame will be blue at the base. Yeah, but she's just going for generic fire, and I think it's also the color of like the New York. Uh, fire station fire engine yeah like but that. like everybody's got to have a gimmick but like don't make your gimmick be the like, I don't know I know yeah mm. I'm sick of it let's move on to Candy who is the penultimate girl her first look someone else we're sick was of was a yeah. magi- <laughs> magician look which I thought was clever but I was a bit confused because she was dressed as the rabbit but she pulled the pole out why didn't she put a carrot or I know I was confused oh, second she look the was rabbit. supposed to be money look she had her hair done up in dollars and I think she, she just didn't look like she was rich and then the oh my god! And that look, that coat, that jacket she was wearing looked so cheaply made. Uh, like it looks like it was boo-hoo. like ordered off Amazon. I actually didn't mind the third look, the Hora the Explorer look. I uh, I thought it was kind of fun, but um, yeah, not great. I just excuse me, my throat. Sorry. Um, I just feel <laughs> gearing in up my to opinion, candy. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, um, um. I hated that, like, okay, right, so, I get her vibe, I 100% understand her aesthetic, it is that, like, Brooklyn bougie bitch, like, hoe, that's kind of cool, and I love that bitch, I, I was obsessed with her when she used to always wear those, like, little, um, fringy dresses, with, like, she, there's an amazing video of her waiting, and she's wearing this, like, with sunglasses on in the club, and she's, like, wearing this, like cowl dress she she wore for showgirls as well she performed showgirls and it's a cowl like diamante dress i love that shit like bitch wear it i love to see your body like don't get me wrong but it's the same thing it's relying on that body but you're just relying on that body because you're a big girl do you mean like it's like it's nearly like roxy andrews i mean like but like no i won't put it because I, I think a lot more of roxy andrews than i do of kind of muse but like i just think that the whole look for that brooklyn girl money thing it was like a bad Rihanna Halloween costume. Like, is it Pour It Up? Is it Pour It Up, Pour It Up? You know that song? Um, where she's wearing, like, she has like, the hair in the same style, the blazer and the underwear. And she's like that kind of gangster gal kind of vibe. Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was... And also, what I want to know is, this is what I think. Did Joey take the money off her giant spliff to use for the, the lip sync? Because where did she get the money from? So it had to be off candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, was there money in one of the bags? I didn't know. Was there, like, money bags there? Like, those Hessian sacks? I don't know. I'd say she must have done that. I'd say that um, Candy was trying to coach Joey uh, so that Joey wouldn't leave because they're in love now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Which was awkward to watch her thing. But, yeah, no, I, I thought exactly the same. I didn't really enjoy any of her looks and would have put her in the bottom um, over, probably over Joey. I would yeah. have put Candy in the bottom. Um, I think she needed to talk to you about that like that second look i think as well like watching untucked she was so delusional about 100 how like how fantastic she thought she was and it's like you skated by because i think like with these um like the the sewing challenges like a real like you you can tell someone's done really well when they've taken the the thing that they're to make it out of and they've made it nothing like, like fabric or look like yeah, yeah whereas it like she just looked like she'd knitted a couple of bags together for a skirt and then like put some bum bags but, like, on her tits. How, like, that, that i'm sorry was... but look at the top she made it was shocking. Like, it was yeah. horrible. <laughs> like, it was terrible. I love the idea. Don't get me wrong. Dora the whole explorer. 
Loved it. Like, it was very yeah. smart. Like, loved the hair. Loved the makeup. It was very good. Like, she made it work. But, like, no. Like, she should have been in the bottom. Mm. I'm sorry. Like, the, the, I loved the first... I will say, the, I liked the idea of the magician's thing. I thought it was very smart. And she done mm. it very, very well. And it was very intelligent. Well done, you. Good yeah. Brownie points for that. But the other two, no. Go home. And, and the weird thing, yeah, I think they're actually some of the best things we've seen her in. Because I haven't liked really liked anything yeah. she's worn. But I would have loved if yeah. someone in Untucked, when she was like, I should have been the top. I would have loved if someone was like, okay, so no. which of those three do you think you were better than? Yeah. She probably yeah. would have been like, all of them. All of them. first. That's the one. Um, yeah, RuPaul. I was better than RuPaul. <laughs> Finally, then was U- Utica. She went for her doggy bag. She went for her Chicago Carol Burnett, aka Christine Baranski look. And then finally, yes. that Freddy Krueger, demigorg, you know, sleeping bag, you know, eleganza, which oh, was just it was deserved to win on its own. I thought. I think that, like, Chris, I'm always worried. Okay, so I had I came to Jeebus moment. So like, I was looking at her doggy bag thing, and my big pet hate in life is pants that don't sit hit the floor. So unless it's mm. a culotte or a pant, or that's supposed to hit your ankle, it's fitted pant. It really annoys me when things don't hit the floor. Like I'm just, it just, yeah. I just don't get it. But when I saw her pants and her shoes, it all made sense. Like everything mm. made sense. It was intentional. Everything was intentional yeah. because it hit her ankle. Like it, everything was really smart. Like everything was really smart. Cause like, I don't know. I just loved everything. All her looks. I'm sorry. They were. I just thought she should have won. I really thought she should have won. Yeah, no, she every look that she brought out there was was like perfection. Um, I I get the impression that perhaps there was um like perhaps the the reason that Utica didn't win is because they're going to go down this whole storyline of you need to learn how to like be able to be sexy and glamazon and believe in yourself to be sexy as well because they were making comments about the kind of camp factor. But, like that she, she was, was sexy, like you think about it, like I think yeah, I, like I hate this. It's like the, it's like last week when they made fucking whatever his name. Ginny Lemon, Lemon wear a tit plate like what was the point of this why can't you just be a solid drag like why can't yeah. you be a solid drag they're not asking I'm sorry but they're not asking um, well no. it's, it's more like they'll try and make Evie look like Aquaria but they'll never make Aquaria look like Evie yeah that's what I'm saying like it's just it's the thing where like yeah. why can't you be that solid drag everyone it's such it's so annoying because they, they cast these girls every season to be like if we've all noticed and we've been watching Drag Race for 13 seasons they have the same girls on every season. They're just yeah. different variations yeah. of the same girl. So, like, it's like they're casting these, these girls, but then when they get around to they're like, you really should be like this. Bitch, you're fucking casting yes. it. Why aren't you giving that regardless? Yeah. Like, to me, like, it's just <laughs> yeah. annoying. It's just annoying. Let her be who she is. I think as yeah. well, and I think she's going to give us glamour. She does give you glamour. Like, I think the... Yeah. The dog one was really glamorous. I thought it was like it was. it was Upper East Side poodle. Like it was like New York rich bitch poodle. If she was a dog, it was like if there was a TV show where like the the dogs could talk and it was all a bit like that. That's the character that would be. Do you mean like yeah. the hair was amazing, the makeup was amazing, the look was so cool. Like even the second one, I'm like okay, I'm getting very very passionate about this. I'm gonna stop ahead. It's I just okay. really liked it. <laughs> Uh, so Utica would have been my winner and I would have had Rosé and Denali in the top three personally uh, and I think they got the bottom three Who? right <laughs> um, <laughs> but I probably would have made Tamisha and Lala re lip sync not just for the 
drama of it. I generally think the they're in the bottom drama. two. James, what would you say? I overall agreed with the, like, the, generally I agreed with the decisions uh, as they came out. I do think Utica should have won. I think that Gottmik belonged in the top. Um, Rosé was pretty solid. Um, I can't say that any, like, I think after Gottmik and, and Utica, there's no one out of the really good performers or out of the good people that I was like, oh, you deserve it more than Rosé. So Rosé was grand. In the bottom, I probably would have put Candy instead of Joey J. Um, because it was kind of messy overall. Um, and I, yeah, Tamisha, maybe, yeah, Tamisha and Lala to, to lip sync against one another. Who I thought was the best was Utica, hands down. Utica got milk, maybe Simone, maybe Simone. Yeah, I really liked the mm-hmm. first two looks. So yeah, and then my bottom would have been Candy, um, Tanisha and Joey J. Oh, fuck Lala, Reeve, my God, stop, yes. So, oh God, then, okay, I'm going to actually stick to the same bottoms. Yeah. Um, I think well actually um, no, I, I kind of think Candy saved herself because the look she yeah. made was better than the look Joey J made yeah true yeah. but I would have loved to have seen Candy Muse and Lala Ree lip sync because mm. that would have been a good lip sync not in the sense of like yeah, we all know Lala would have won that lip sync but just to humble her <laughs> yeah. Lala absolutely ate that lip sync she was fantastic with Iggy Azalea's yeah fancy well Eamon thank you so much for coming on where can people find you what sort of bits you have going on in this deep deep lockdown we're stuck in so you can find me on Instagram at Design, and yeah just come and buy my shit basically pay my bills it's a shitty lockdown I need to are pay you, bills are Simple you still on. making the face masks no actually what we've done now we've actually launched a whole new uh, unisex um, size inclusive um, loungewear collection which is oh, underwear and hoodies so um, everything's made in Ireland I think we have a few bits left we actually are just about to sell out which I'm really happy about um, and yeah it's been really good like we're just trying to roll with the punches of the lockdown so um, yeah that's kind of it for now I think that we're going to reevaluate a lot of things next year and kind of like see where it goes because you know what there's not a lot to do except see where things go anymore yeah mixed feelings about this one i mean i kind of knew joey j was going to go at some point i just wasn't sure if this was the right one for him to go on i was sort of surprised that joey went um in that i've been enjoying the the confessionals and didn't feel like there was much of a build-up to it across the two shows who would be your sort of top five queens i'm interested to see which series te- takes up more space is it US or UK Bimini Bamboulash and Tia Coffee are my okay. my top of the week uh, I really like Utica Queen I think that we've seen like a different like I think we, she's she's come on leaps and bounds in terms of like what I thought was just going to be like a knockoff of, of, of Crystal Method um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying Tamisha and Man so you know two each out of each of the seasons but then I think Ginny Lemon takes it for the Brits okay what about you uh, my top five would be number five, Florence Cheney. Number four is Taste. Number three is Bimini. Number two is Simone. And number one is Ginny Lemon. So really four of that top five are UK queens. And I just kind of feel with the US ones, I kind of have them marked to go already. Like I'm, I'm like looking at Elliot. I'm like, you're not long for this world. Candy Muse. Olivia Lux, I really don't seem to be getting. Olivia Lux and Ellie Diamond are somebody that people seem to be loving that I just, they don't really come across to me. Um, but then Tia Coffey and Tina Burner are people who I'm like, I think you definitely have potential. We just haven't seen your challenge yet. But yeah, definitely. Look, my friend Sammy has said, the UK queens make the US queens look like robots. And I think that's very true. 
Absolutely, yeah. Well, join us back here for the UK season. Uh, we'll be doing the morning challenge uh, with Lorraine Kelly, which will be very exciting. As in, Lorraine Kelly's on the show, not on this show. But we, I think we have the Irish version of Lorraine Kelly teed up to come on. So I think that's, uh, that's going to be good. Uh, so yeah, that's here on Friday. We'll be doing Drag Race UK episode four. Have a nice week and we'll chat to you then. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 